0: Hello my lovelies, it's Andrea Edwards. Welcome to Uncommon Courage. So I'm going to do a little bit of a different one this time. I am going to talk about some darkness that I've been experiencing in recent months. Doing this, yeah, it takes a bit of courage, but I figure that's what I'm here on this planet to do. And if I can help one person today, then that's a good thing. All right, but first, a little music.
1: Uncommon
0: A couple of months ago, Steve and I did a podcast called "The Divorce Booster," and we were talking about how we got a third dose of Astra. And I don't think this has got anything to do with any specific type of vaccine. This is just my take, by the way. Anyway, we talked about you know for the for the two weeks after getting getting the booster that was pretty grim like depression emotions it was horrible and um, it took us a while to sort of connect the dots and realize what we were going through and one of the ways I did that of course is I spoke to people who had also had the booster or just even their first rounds of vaccines and they said that they'd been feeling the same so I did some research and I was looking into a link between vaccines and depression and I basically couldn't find a single thing the only link to depression is when you've had COVID. So there's a lot of research on that. So if you've had COVID and you know you've had COVID uh, and you're going through depression, and you're not yourself, maybe have a look into it. So. Obviously, one of the thoughts there is maybe we've had COVID, but we don't know. The point is, it's been two and a half months and we're not out of this black place. And it's really unlike me to be here. It's unlike Steve to be here as well. You know, some people I'll talk to and they say, oh, maybe you just need a holiday, a change of scene, maybe when travel comes back or, you know, all those sort of things. And I I know myself, it's not about that. You know, we've been very, very lucky where we are. We can travel, we can do things. I think like most people, we're tired the end of this year, the end of the second year of a pandemic. Um, It is an exhausting time, but it's still, it's not about that. And I know that. So in my book, Uncommon Courage, I talk a lot about the voice in your head. And this is the internal narrative that about 80 to 90% of the population has. I have met people who don't have the voice and um, I I just think they're so lucky. But anyway, um, my internal voice is brutal. It just puts me down, it tells me I'm useless, it it tells me I can't achieve any of the dreams that I'm chasing, and it's just constantly at me, and, you know, until I was able to identify this as a separate voice in my head, I wasn't able to understand its power over me. So the first job is understanding that if there's a voice in your head that's telling you you're useless, you can't do things, you're ugly, whatever, anything negative, anything that doesn't drive you forward, if that voice is going on in your head, you've got to get it under control because it's been an absolute killer for me, that voice. The thing is about it though, (laughs) even if you do get it under control, and I talk about sort of putting it into a little box in the back of my mind, you've got to be really vigilant because it sneaks in and it pounces. And when it does, you've just got to chuck it back in that box because if it's not serving you and driving you forward and driving you towards what you want to achieve in your life, then it is not worth listening to. So that's the normal voice that's in my head. Now I've got this other bleak voice in my head and um, it's not very nice. I don't like it at all. It's dark. It looks at the world and it doesn't see a lot of hope, you know, and Those people who know me know that that is not me at all. I'll never give up on the hope. But this voice is, yeah, the world looks really, really shit. People look shit. Politics look shit. Businesses look shit. Everybody looks shit. And, you know, as someone who invests a lot into reading and trying to understand what's going on across many, many dimensions across the world, if you're in a black place doing that, boy, does it have an impact. So in the last few months, I've had to work really hard to identify these additional sort of voice and it's very linked to dark emotions that's in my head and try and keep that under control I can't describe this in a scientific way because that's just not who I am I'm just a person who's working out how my own mind works right and I'm not talking to people who have been diagnosed with depression and or on medication that's not what I'm in the world to do there are people here that can talk to those things much more than I can right So I'm not stepping onto those toes, please. Um, If you need help, please go and get help. But if you're like me and it's unusual and it might be linked to the time, it might be linked to a vaccine, it might be linked to COVID and there's this darkness within you and you don't want to be there. It's about developing the ability to stand outside of yourself and observe your thoughts. It's about when you're in a moment of high emotion, you know, your kids are giving you the shits, for example, right? And you're at them. It's about stepping back from that and saying, am I angry with my children? Or is there something within me that's making me respond this way? And I have found by doing this exercise over more than 20 years that it's always something within me. And yes, the children can still be annoying, but my reaction is all about me. It's not about them, right? So that's something I've learned. And it's something that I hold really true and sacred for me. But when I think about all the people in the world who are permanently in this bleak place, And because I'm going in and out of it, it makes my heart ache. You know, there's so many people in so much pain, (laughs) whether it's politics, the virus, environmental devastation, job losses, people are out of money, they're married to an arsehole, having challenges with their kids, they're a single parent trying to survive and governments aren't supporting them. You know, people are destitute, they're starving, they're struggling, they're fleeing um, you know, there's there's so much. And the, for people in those situations, they are sitting in this darkness all the time. And it's such a crippling place to be. It's a painful place to be because you have no hope when you sit there. So for those of us who can do it, who've got the strength to do it, and I'm not saying that the people who are sitting in the darkness haven't got the strength to do it. Sometimes life is just too hard and the darkness is just too real. But I am convinced if the majority of, of our societies if we can wake up to to ourselves and do the work within then we can be better allies for the people who are stuck in the darkness and we can help them rise too but you've got to learn to stand back you've got to learn to stand back and look at your thoughts and you know you're doing it when there's no emotions it's like you observe yourself without emotion and i know it sounds a bit strange and there's no other way i can describe it but this is the way i do it right there's no emotion i'm just looking i think back to all the people that tried to teach me meditation so many people did my my monkey brain was always always uh one that struggled with the whole philosophy of meditation but i learned my own way of meditating and it's a very active meditation sort of process and it works for me and that's all that matters right but they would be very proud of me that i have become so good at being able to see my own thoughts and when you can see them you can see the narrative you can see the impact you can see the emotions that are in control and you can question the validity of those emotions so that's what i do it works for me. Right now, I'm using a lot of energy to fight the bleakness. It's not the, the voice in my head. It, it, it's it's winning more now because because I'm weaker, because I'm fighting on two fronts. But it will never take over. I will never allow it to. But there are days when I just have to sink into it and then accept it it's not going to go away. And I believe that that's the way out. What you resist persists, right? So sometimes you just need to have a day where you just want to cry all day and you just need to allow yourself to do that or have a day where you just want to be all day and you you need to allow yourself to do that. But you've got to be forgiving of yourself and accepting of yourself because it's a really important process to get through because if you don't, and if you fight it, if you resist it, it hangs around for longer. So anyway look I have no idea if I've explained that well I hope I have I'm just trying to share my way of coping with the bleakness as I said anyone who knows me I'm not a bleak person but I have been lately like when I go out I really struggle small talk I struggle with I want to talk to people but I don't really want to talk to people about how I'm feeling a lot of people see me as strong so that can be a bit hard for people if I'm not strong So obviously my husband and I are talking to each other a lot about it, but sometimes you've got to go outside of the marriage. Yeah. So if anyone's sort of wondering why I'm not my usual self, here you go. And for everybody else, you know, if you're stuck, just try and learn to stand back and look at your thoughts. When you go into strong emotions, ask yourself, am I really angry, fearful, whatever it is. And when you go into strong emotions, just ask, where are they really coming from? Sometimes it's Fear, you're in fear and you're projecting it onto other people. Sometimes it's frustration at your own life. You're not achieving what you want to achieve. So you're projecting it onto other people. I find that when I have strong negative emotions, it's because something within me is unhappy. And that's, that's been a really powerful growth path for me, understanding that my emotions are about me and it's not about anybody else around me. So there you go i'm going to shut up and i'm going to leave a song in your head my wonderful friend warwick mary wrote it i know to uncommon courage if this doesn't get stuck in your head i don't know what will but hopefully when it gets stuck in your head it'll push the bleakness away so hoping i help that's all i ever want to do and hoping apparently with this i should be through this so i've got a couple more weeks and then hopefully i'll be back in fine form for the festive season all right my friends speak soon
1: Common courage, common courage. That's what you need. That's what you need. Uncommon courage, common courage. The books and the deeds, it's what you need. And the dodgy twenties. Ooh, uncommon courage. Get your uncommon courage. Andrea wrote a book It's really, really thick Full of ideas And they really Stick your uncommon courage It tells you what To do Yeah, tells you what to do Oh, it tells you what to Do And. Uncommon Courage, Courage, Courage It tells you what to do Write it all down, put it in a list Give it a bit of a spin, give it a bit of a twist Make all the actions and get results That's what the book's about, it's for adults! Uncommon Courage Uncommon courage, common courage, it's what you need, it's what you need Not just the books, Not just you the books You gotta do the deeds, uncommon courage Andreas Uncommon courage Uncommon courage Get it now